I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Stands for one thing I'm renowned. My character is spit, spot, spick, and spark. I'm practically perfect in every way. Practical All right, Mary Poppins, the show must go on. And uh, it's very exciting to see uh, a re engagement of the arts. And uh, we thought we'd better take a look at that uh, in depth today. So, Kellyanne Halverson, our crackerjack uh, producer here at Inside Sources uh, and big time Disney and theater fan. Uh, Kellyanne, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that was a little bit from Mary Poppins the Musical, which I actually saw last night at Health Center Theater. It was my first performance. Um, watching of a live performance in over four months which is crazy for me yeah it was Uh, pretty interesting yeah and so many people i i have to you know i i drive along i-15 every day morning and night and it was so refreshing when i drove past the other day and saw it's we're here we're gonna reopen Mm -hmm. yeah and that was such a, a great thing so uh so tell us about the experience last night, being in the theater, uh, how did they deal with social distancing and, and some of the challenges we know we're facing? Sure. Well, the one thing is they really want people to be safe and to feel safe and to act safe. So they're requiring everybody to wear masks when they come in. Sure. They're asking if you're sick to not come, of course. Um, they actually don't have playbills, but they have QR codes that you can scan so you can get your playbill oh, nice. on your phone. So that was super nice. Right. Hand sanitizer everywhere. They, um, You can just tell they're cleaning. You can see cleaning supplies everywhere they're not selling concessions right now but they had water ready in the lobby for for people to take so you can just tell they've took a lot of uh, precautions to make sure you're kept safe Um, and even in like the intro uh, talking about before the show they asked people to keep socially distanced to be aware of one another and it was just it was so great to be back in a theater again (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome Uh, and obviously we you know we haven't talked a ton about just the impact of the virus. You know, we've we've had some broader things in terms of the national look. Uh, We talked about, uh, you know, Broadway being shut down completely. They announced not too long ago that they will stay shut down Mm -hmm, all the way till 2021. Um, uh, Talk to me for a minute. Just you're, you're very connected into, into the arts community Mm -hmm. and we can talk about the big famous actors and those, you know, big things in New York, but this is impacting a lot of local actors and actresses, uh, a lot of folks who uh, maybe didn't have a lot of cushion in the paycheck department. Uh, How are they getting through all of this? Yeah, uh, well, they are definitely um, under a lot of the uh, CARES Act and PPE systems and um, 
really the Utah arts community has come together in order to support each other. Utah is the highest per capita participation in the arts in the nation. It is the number one place. It is the center of the arts in the Mountain West. And we have such amazing venues like Health Center Theater. And we have a Broadway touring across Utah, Utah Symphony, Sundance, all these different things that provide jobs and support and everything for us here. Um, and so as this started, uh, the, the Utah Cultural Alliance really came together and worked with the Utah Department of Arts uh, and Museum in order to create a support structure. So they've been doing weekly calls. Um, they've been doing uh, talking to our lawmakers and our, our people that are representing us. Um, and there's lots of resources at the Utah Cultural Alliance as well as artsmuseum. Uh, um, whatever, Utah Arts and Museum <laughs> Division. Um, but one thing people are really doing is come together. And if you go to Utah Cultural Alliance uh, website, you can sign their petition. Um, and you can also donate to the fund. And so this will go to nonprofit organizations there. Wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's so important. And, and the arts are such an important part. We've been, Kellyanne and I have been working on uh, a special that you'll all want to tune into mm-hmm. on Pioneer Day. Uh, coming up on the 24th. Of course, no parade this year, uh, but we will have some special programming here on KSL News Radio. And uh, Kellyanne, I'm glad you raised this uh, fact that Utah, you know, per capita uh, is more engaged in the arts than really anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that does go back to the pioneer heritage in terms of some of the first buildings that were built were cultural halls and places for for musicals and, uh, you know, symphonies and things to play. That's what's really so cool about Utah. We have this really awesome, unique art scene because we have this juxtaposition of people who are kind of more conservative and religious going to Tabernacle Choir and things that are a little more traditional, then you have this awesome, unique art scene that um, is more liberal and rebellious uh, and and amazing. So we have this clash of creative cultures that you're not going to find anywhere else in the yeah. And so it's important to continue to support those so that people can have their jobs. Yeah. So that, and also art is what exposes us to other people's reality and changes the framework of our mind. Yeah. And so we need to keep it. It is just as important as STEM. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's, I'm glad you raised that, Kellyanne, because it is. It's important in our schools. It's important for our kids. I think it's important for our mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of us have been, uh, okay, I've been complaining about the lack of sports. Um <laughs> But uh, we also need the arts because, as, as you said, I, I love the way you frame that in terms of it takes us to different places. It takes our minds, our hearts, our souls to different space uh, and so important. What are some of the things that people can do to continue to support the arts even in the midst of the pandemic? Uh, definitely. Um, easiest thing is to just go sign those petitions that are out there. Follow people on social media interact with their social media with Health Center Theater, Pioneer Theater Company, any of these organizations you want to support as well as smaller artists. Um, one of the really uh, neat things that I don't know, I don't think a lot of people know about is um, you can use smile.amazon.com and uh, what that is is nonprofits sign up for them and as long as you shop using smile.amazon.com 0.5 of what your percentage of whatever you purchase goes to them. Goes so it's an automatic mom. thing, doesn't add anything to ex- extra to that. I pro- I've Support Salt Lake Film Society. Uh. Um, also, one of the things they're encouraging is if you have had a, a ticket or something refunded, particularly if it's a nonprofit, mm-hmm. donate that back. Oh, um, good idea. Because you know you you may not have the experience, but it supports the industry and it's supporting yeah. them as individuals. Buy local. Go, you know, got, I got so many masks on Etsy because I wanted to just do <laughs> local, local ones. Yeah, yeah. Donate to local ones. There's a great. Um, 
system uh, called Patreon, uh, and you basically become patrons of an artist. Oh, I, f- nice. I um, support a couple there, including a local artist, Vo Arts. You can find her at voarts.com, and awesome. she's the was at the Christmas card thing I yeah. had this year. Um, so you c- make sure you're supporting those local artists as well. Donate where you can, um, and if you are a local artist, just get your get your words out there. <laughs> Ask people to support you. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> love that. Just uh, thirty seconds left, Kellyanne. Uh, so you got to go to Health Center Theater <laughs> last night. You got to be in the theater. You're watching the the musical of, of Mary Poppins. Uh, give us a 30-second uh, oh, it's back moment. Oh, my gosh. I was so excited. It was fun and vibrant and wonderful, and it was so interesting just to look over the audience because you, you don't just see the stage there. You see everyone around you. Everyone's wearing masks. You can tell they're excited. We're talking to people next to us about the show during intermission. It was just such a huge relief to be there. Go support the arts as long as you can safely. You can go in real life if you can safely, or there's lots of digital stuff going on right now um, that you can participate in as well. All right. Kellyanne Halverson, our awesome <laughs> our awesome person here at uh, Inside Sources, keeps me on track every day. <laughs> Appreciate you weighing in on the arts. Such an important part of our community. So important to the culture. So important to the way we think and feel. And as Kellyanne said, it's a great way to feel connected Uh, to a bigger group. That's important for us as well. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, Scott Rasmussen will join us from New York uh, talking about the latest in polling. Also, uh, his column, which had a little tie into the arts and a little bit of Hamilton coming up next on Inside Sources. Stay with us. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.